If you are interested in starting your own podcast, we use Buzzsprout because it is simple and easy to use. Buzzsprout can get your show listed on every major platform while giving you the resources for a great podcast website, audio players that can drop into other websites, detailed analytics to see how people are listening to your podcast, and tools to promote your episodes. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners, and that is why over 100,000 podcasters are already subscribed to Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Following the link in our episode descriptions, let's Buzzsprout know that we sent you. So in return, you will receive a $20 Amazon gift card from Buzzsprout while signing up for a paid plan. Most importantly, every subscription through our link is always appreciated and helps support our show so we can continue delivering the quality content that you guys listen to. That being said, back to the show. Hello and welcome to Comic Book Junkies. I'm Andrew. This is Joe. And this time we're coming back at you with another movie review. Well, technically last time it was a special presentation. But uh, yeah, we're going to review Black Adam. Um, If you haven't seen it yet, this is your warning. Uh, There will be spoilers. By the time this one comes out, I feel like there's a pretty good chance that everyone will have seen it who wants to see it. But, you know, just in case that was your warning. If you're new here, if you're you've been with the CBJ gang for a little while, I think you got the hint over the last 60 episodes that we kind of talk about anything and everything related to our topics. But with that, Black Adam. So it's been in the works for the longest time, usually in development hell. But The Rock has been attached to this movie for a long, long time. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, that is, for those who are unfamiliar. Not sure who is at this point. I mean, future president, former WWE superstar. Who doesn't know about Dwayne The Rock Johnson? But like many Marvel Marvel and DC properties, a lot of uh, obscure characters are getting movies and TV shows nowadays. And Black Adam got moved to the front of the list. And yeah, we're going to break it down. I will say, I don't know how much we have to speak on because if you have seen it, it's a two hour film, but I wouldn't say there's a ton of plot detail. But, you know, we're going to just shoot the shit about things we do like, things we liked, things that were terrible, whatever. I haven't talked to Joe at all about this yet. He's gotten like a little bit of uh, like a hint of how I feel about it, but we haven't discussed it all. We're saving it for you guys to hear as well. So, Joe, what did how did you feel about Black Adam? Let's start with the character. I love The Rock as Black Adam. I think that was the main draw of this movie. You could tell he had fun playing the character, but also cared about doing right by the character. I thought he did a great job of being the bad guy while also caring about Isis. So the female character in this is, well, later i'm assuming turn into the character isis so forgive me but yeah she's not isis yet (laughs) yes he cared about her the kid the rest of the city so he did a good job of being a bad guy but also somebody for other people to root for i'd say the biggest con is that there wasn't really any emotional draw to the character so it didn't really feel like there were any stakes you would just hit him with hey you shouldn't kill people and he's like but i do you know and so it was like there wasn't really like any kind of like character development but in the same breath he did a good job as black adam so i don't really care about i'm not gonna hang my hat on that the only other quirky thing i thought about before taking my notes on black adam is i think he's a great fit for the character but i think he would be a funny matchup against the guy currently playing shazam 
it'd be kind of funny seeing those two yeah. get out. That's uh, why they're bypassing it. They're going straight to straight to the horse, which is Superman. Yeah. So they're going to the other guy first. We will talk about the post credit scene a little bit later, but I would love to see him go head to head with Henry Cavill, Superman. So yeah, post credit scene was probably one of the best parts of the movie. I'm excited to have Henry Cavill back as Superman. The only thing that I'm confused about is what it really means for the DC universe, because he's actually probably my second favorite live action Superman. I think he's a great modern representation of the character. I didn't really like his first solo movie that much, but I don't think that was his fault. I think that was more so just the movie being overly dark for being a Superman movie. But yeah, what it means for the rest of the DC universe, like I really don't want to revive like that guy who's currently playing Barry Allen as the Flash or like uh, the guy who's currently playing Cyborg or like all that stuff is just like throwaway. Like, are we going to bring back Ben Affleck, Batman? Like, what does it mean for that DCU? You know, I guess we'll get there when it comes, but taking one step at a time, seeing Superman and Black Adam fight off would be way cooler than any Shazam fight we could see. So I really liked the ending of the movie. And um, I really like the action scenes in general. What I anticipate when I see Superman and Black Adam fighting one day is some kind of like drawn out Dragon Ball Z type fight. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know what it was about these action scenes, but action scenes but it seemed so much more natural or like fun and even though that was most of the movie was action scenes like they were good so they better yeah they better be good you know what i mean so i did appreciate that aspect of it but that's my take on the rock playing black adam i really enjoyed that aspect of it how about you yeah you had a lot there to unpack i've already forgot things i was gonna say to you but yeah you know i'm with you i think that you know with how they set up shazam there's no way they could realistically do it without shazam getting a third movie for character development to resemble anything prior to you know new 52 shazam where he kind of has some wherewithal and isn't a complete dunce um and by the way i i was sitting in the movie theater Uh, i got there in time for the you know the trailers shazam 2 does not look very promising and i'm the resident shazam guy here and even i'm like i'll probably see it just out of like my due diligence but i'm I'm not looking forward to it really like it doesn't look good but yeah i I am pumped about superman coming back i think that while i don't like the Zack snyder crap whatsoever the personification of superman in uh the extended cut was a bit more of that of the big blue boy scout which was at least something i do enjoy i agree with you we can can the flash aquaman batman pretty much anybody already existing i don't need to see more of their take but i do like henry cavill and what he brings to the role black adam himself i love that it was all action um, because everyone's got to keep in mind that this is a rock movie. Um, the rock plays the same character in every movie and it's a rock movie. So I think with all things considered, this is one of the best rock movies. I think that he did step up his game to a degree. I mean, you could still tell that it was very much so the rock. He had no accent. He is a character who speaks perfect English 5,000 years after he died. So, I mean, they weren't asking the rock to do a lot. He wasn't going to be a character actor. He is buff. 
He is tan and he resembles the character in most regards. But that's something that my lizard brain loves. Similar to, uh, you know, John Cena is Peacemaker. There's something about seeing like these giant buff dudes on the page. And then it's another thing when we see like skinnier or padded versions of them in the movies. So even, you know, any actual acting critiques or anything else you don't like, I think goes out the window a little bit for me personally, as long as like I can kind of buy into the character visually. I mean, this is a movie. If I can see it and, you know, if it walks like a duck, if it talks like a duck and it looks like a duck, you know, it's basically a duck, huh? So that's what, you know, Black Adam was for me. Like I said, it's nitpicking. You know, he speaks perfect English, has no accent whatsoever. That's silly. Aman, uh, that kid, he was annoying as fuck. Wouldn't care if he did get dusted. You know, everyone was I do like that all of the people of Kondok were just kind of, you know, rooting for him, even though he's not necessarily a good guy by superhero standards. But you know what? Like the superheroes pretty much ignore that whole part of the earth anyways which is something that they touch on later but you know they like him for what he is dude he's one of them he's for them he's of them he's gonna take care of them uh the action was fantastic which is what i was alluding to when i said there's little to no plot like it's very simple like you can chart it on like a like a loose leaf piece of paper with just like maybe four dots in a line like oh no there's an evil crown he comes back to life somebody gets a hold of the evil crown he has to beat them you know what i mean but with that being said it kept the pacing nice this is a rock movie like i've mentioned like five thousand times already and you can't ask him for too much and i don't think he gave us more than what he needed to but i don't think he under delivered on what they asked of him i like that he did kind of have some cheesy one-liners and retorts and uh, stuff like that, or, you know, some like real uh, dry answers to basically any guff that people gave him. I loved that. Like this movie was like out of like 2010. And there was something comforting about that. It was almost nostalgic. Like this was a time and place that has been gone for over a decade and The Rock made it feel good. It's kind of reminiscent of how like the DCEU started in a way, like it kind of had that feel. Um, even the cinematography kind of did, which, by the way, I've we've talked about this before, too. Way too much slow motion in this movie. They got horny for it in Wonder Woman and it pissed me off and it didn't piss me off this time, but it was very obvious that it was way too much. Every character had slow-mo and sometimes multiple times during one fight scene. It was like, we don't need all that. I get that. Like, that's how they like to, you know, blow their load. Like the guy who is like producing this is like, this is the money shot. And it's like, no, brother, it's not. You put like 10 of them in here. So now it's like, you know, it's like a cheap party trick at this point. But God, just the fact that it was all action, maybe like I said, maybe I am a simple guy. And, you know, that could be a negative thing to hell, even most of you guys listening. But like it was good for me because I didn't have high expectations of this movie. And I one love Black Adam as a character. I too love The Rock. And three, I'm a DC loyalist, even though I acknowledge that most of their crap is crap. But this was a much better experience than I had ever hoped for going into the movie theater. I mean, maybe it's recency bias, but it's amongst, um, you know, obviously it's not like the basically the Batman stuff. But outside of that, it's some of the most fun I've had watching a DC movie in a long time. Like I actually kind of had fun in the movie theater. And that doesn't happen for a DC movie. I had fun, too. I think if you treat it like a blockbuster and you don't treat it like a film, like it's fine. exactly don't make it out to be more than what it is, dude. Um, you got to acknowledge it's a DC movie. It's 
for the 500th time, it's a rock movie. It's the bar is honestly low and you'll be disappointed if you see it differently or go into the movie expecting differently. Yeah. If you if you thought the movie was going to be smart and meaningful, then, yeah, you're going to be disappointed. But if you're going in there for like some fun and, a you know, a buff dude chucking guys and, you know, disintegrating people with uh, lightning, um, it's sick. Yeah. But something you mentioned earlier, let's go back to the minor characters. You said you hated the kid. I actually thought the addition of later to be Isis and her son made for a good fit. And I could see them coming back for future Black Adam projects. Now, he was a turd, but a lot of kids are. So whatever. Um, If they got to get their corny fix in, that's probably the place to do it. However, the Adam Smasher and Cyclone didn't really add anything to this movie. Uh, The actress that played Cyclone actually, I thought, did a nice job. But I'm not convinced that there was like a need for these characters, even if the JSA would be too overpowered if we subbed them out for like some real cats. Also, the main villain that was after the crown was a real therm. Ishmael? Yeah, really lame. Didn't make for a good overarching villain, in my opinion. Even still, I feel like I can't believe that he could con the JSA and Black Adam into giving up the crown just because he manipulated Isis's feelings. You're telling me like the JSA and Black Adam left the fate of the world in her hands because she's got the most to lose out of that situation. I don't know. Also, when dude gets his way and transforms into the villain with powers, there wasn't even a second in my head that I thought that dude could take Black Adam in a fight. So they could have done better in that regard. That being Sabak? Yeah. I mean, Black Adam in like if we're talking comics, he would dust Sabak and all them. Um, But I mean, he Sabak was originally a Captain Marvel Jr. villain. So, I mean, it's not that far off that he would at least give him, you know, a run for his money because they're all similarly powered people. But, you know, to your point, like Black Adam is like the king of all of the Marvel family villains, basically. Like he's the strongest. I mean, he's I mean, otherwise you just got Savannah and Mr. Mind. But I mean, powerhouses, Black Adam's going to beat anybody else in the monster society or any of these other people, including Sabak. But uh, I did like it's kind of crazy as it was that they just had like this giant, crazy, like demonic pentagram wearing horned devil man as like the villain for like this film like they had to really dig deep to find like a guy who's like more despicable than black adam just to kind of twist it into an anti-hero story but it was funny and to your point i agree on uh the jsa members uh adam smasher and cyclone i think they were fine but we knew the movie wasn't going to be about them anyways i don't think they detracted or nor added anything and i think that's perfectly fine in my opinion i mean i don't care to see more of them per se i mean if i do that's fine they didn't get any really real development or emotional stakes for them but just to talk about the other two jsa members real quick dr fate and Hawkman were lit though i'm i'm all on board with them Oh, facts, dude. I thought it was sweet that they used the JSA to rival Black Adam, if not Shazam himself. So Dr. Fate was very well done. And I hear from The Rock saying that, well, not personally, but that we'll be seeing (laughs) more of him in the future, which is sweet. And I hope uh, so, dude. To sum it up, he kind of played a more cool version of Marvel's Doctor Strange. So no complaints there. No complaints. But Hawkman was also cool. I thought the cast for the character was just fine, but I did not like how weak they made him out to be. Seemed like he was getting his butt kicked in every single like incident. 
And I know he's not meant to be as strong as Black Adam, but they could have put a little more respect on his name. Uh, The heavy use of nth metal was a nice touch, considering that Hawkman was a big part of this movie. And what do you mean? Eh? I feel like he's one of the biggest shot callers for the JSA. Compared to Black Adam, he doesn't stand a chance. Superman, if Superman can fight Black Adam and it can be like close to a standstill what the fuck is hawkman and his fucking mace gonna do and i love hawkman don't get me wrong but like he was out of his depth in this movie it was really he was just the team leader he, he obviously had all the resources he had a sick mansion uh, obviously a sick uh hawk plane thing so he was awesome i loved all that i like that he had a temper too and he was kind of an ass because that's what hawkman is dude you know he's literally just stubborn and ready to go at it like non-stop and i like that he beefed with adam like very consistently and he'd be like you know we can't keep doing this when is this gonna stop or he's like stop killing people he's like let us talk to him and you just see black adam fly into a storm with the two people and he's like which one of you is gonna answer i'll drop the other one and he just fucking drops people and hawkman is just there to basically be his babysitter and make sure he doesn't keep killing people because the only person there who had any type of real use was Dr. Fate. And by the way, yeah, other than The Rock, Pierce Brosnan just killed it. Fuck Benedict Cumberbatch in the Doctor Strange movies. I would much rather have a Dr. Fate solo story compared to any of those. Him in this movie alone was better than those first two Doctor Strange movies, in my opinion. I don't care if that's a hot take. He was way cooler. The suit was sick. The only nitpick you could have is that the helmet of Naboo did not have eye holes. And you know what? Didn't matter because it looked so fucking cool. You know, the costume, it even looked like in Injustice, the way he'd have, uh, you know, his like construct type things come up during the magic was sick. The way he had like dozens of him surround Sabak towards the end was also very sick. Like it's a comic movie and it's supposed to be goofy and it's not always supposed to look good in a realistic setting, but they gave the characters real costumes and you know like hawkman looked exactly like hawkman would and it was fantastic and it's just it's the the little things like that for me that really do it obviously you need a plot and you need good writing but honestly for me it's like all i ask is that you just make them look you know 75 percent of what they do in the comics and i'll be more than satisfied because then it looks like i'm watching a comic story you know i don't like the all modern ultra realistic costumes and stuff like that and that's what i liked about this movie speaking of which on that topic not to get i'm all over the place so i apologize to you and the listeners but uh black adam's original costume so when he's uh, awakened from his uh his tomb uh he's kind of got you know the traditional kind of like gritty looking kind of worn champion of shazam outfit it's kind of got like the little bolt but it's not like fully like lit or anything like that he's got a tattered cape which by the way here segue segue alert when they put him in the task force x prison and he says the magic word to you know go back to being good old regular teth adam how did he not disintegrate into dust since it's been 5000 years how is his human body still holding up while he was in suspended animation in between suspended animation and saying the word he should have turned into dust anywho that aside as well when he said it again he got a new costume which i went and saw it with jazz she didn't notice that but i did because towards the end you know the resolution fighting Sabak, this that and the other he sits on his throne in the you know the hall in Kondak 
And it's right out of the pages of that classic scene of him just sitting on his throne, even though it was short. But he had the new costume where it looked like the cleaner black fabric. It had the more yellow lightning bolt and the new costume looks tight. And I was like, that's where it's at. And I don't know. It's just the it's just the little things like that for me. It was really cool. I, I don't know. saw him on an interview before the movie released, and he mentioned that the costume itself was pretty much skin tight. So he worked really hard on getting in the right type of shape. He didn't have to work too hard. And I meant tight more in like a figurative sense. Like, that's tight, dude. But like, no, of course, anything is going to be tight on the rock. He's fucking massive. Yeah, <laughs> he looked like a real superhero, you know, he to did. your point, which we don't see like a lot of anymore, you know, like no. I forgot where it was brought up, but like the last time you'll ever see a live action Hulk was with the Lou Fregno, you know, yeah. because they're never going to let anybody <laughs> that big just paint him green and let him run around. Yeah, it doesn't um, happen. But like he looks like a legit supervillain. So, yeah, I, I really liked him as Black Adam. Oh, I had two other small things that were just uh, comic nerd stuff and kind of just were like other random stuff that I really liked. I like the use of Intergang, famous due to Jack Kirby, obviously. I like that, uh, you know, that they were kind of used as a secondary kind of tertiary kind of antagonist for all of Kondok really helped lead into the narrative of foreign invaders plundering and using resources of a, you know, impoverished country, because, of course, imperialism is bad. For those of you who didn't already know, they mentioned it several times in this movie, not so subtly. But uh, imperialism bad, but intergang is also cool because they're very futuristic for being a gang. But uh, other than that, I don't care about Adam Smasher personally. I like he was fine. Don't get me wrong. But like as far as like investment, don't care. I do like when they introduced him though. His uh, his uncle is fucking the Fonz, dude. Henry Winkler, Coach Klein from the Water Boy. I was like, oh hell yeah, dude. I, I was. Not Nice seeing him get like because now in continuity, that's the he's the OG dude. He was in the OG JSA. We got Henry Winkler in there, and I was just like, I love that. I mean, we're a big Adam Sandler household here, so you know, Henry Winkler's in all those too, other than being the Fonz. But I just thought that that was a cool little shoe in, like, because they didn't have to put that in there, but they picked somebody I liked. So I was just like, oh, that's sweet. Very cool. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess I don't have too much more to talk about in regards to the movie. Any final thoughts before we wrap up? Final thoughts? No, I think I've really wasted enough breath on this film. I'll just kind of give a recap and a score. We'll have the same with you. Sound good? Yeah, sounds good. So to lead off, I'm going to go ahead and with my rating, I'm going to say 8.0 out of 10. That might be kind of strong. And you know what? That's fine if you disagree. I would honestly expect most people to disagree. I think the main thing is for me, though, is that at this point, we are comic book junkies. We do love superheroes. And I don't know how many times I got to say this. That doesn't mean we have to love and witness every single comic related thing ever. But this has been on my radar for a long time. I actually got less excited over time once it actually started to come out like in, in trailers and stuff. I wasn't impressed. But sitting in the theater and watching this, I see why the critics don't like it, but I totally understand why the audience is loving it generally. I mean, if you want me to be realistic, I could say seven and a half because this is by no means like a good movie in any technical terms. But I think the thing that struck a chord with me is that 
feeling thinking back on it is that I did have fun and I was excited in the movie theater. Even leaving, I was very happy with everything. The Rock was better than I could have hoped. It was ruthless and it was full of action and all the action was honestly sweet. He decimated basically a nation worth of soldiers and terrible people in like no time. And that was awesome. There's definitely downsides in this movie, as we've mentioned. There's too much slow-mo. There's a lack of like a strong or coherent plot, really. The chick who's basically Isis and her son and whatever kind of drove the plot in like a weird way for Black Adam to have like an unnecessarily like allegiant loyalty to them for having, you know, just kind of come back 5,000 years later. Like he was just on a guilt trip the whole time, which is the only reason to give those people any time of day, really. But we did see a little bit of character growth out of him, which I think, you know, they're obviously going to greenlight a sequel on this, which I'm all in for. I, I would love to see him fight Superman. I would in in a dream world love to see him fight Shazam but with the way that they have the two franchises going at this point it doesn't seem like something that's going to happen unless there's big strides and changes in uh, Shazam's maturity over the next film or two but yeah it, it was a fun time so I'm obviously letting that bias and skew my score a little higher than it probably should be but I don't care dude I had fun and I would watch it again honestly and I usually don't do that where are you at I had a lot of fun watching it. Overall, I thought it was a good blockbuster and one of the better superhero blockbusters for DC, considering Batman versus Superman, Justice League, the original Suicide Squad, Wonder Woman 2. Like this movie is one of the best DC movies, I would say. And I left the theater like you. I thought it was fun. Like I had a good time just going out of the house and watching something and getting some food and making a date out of it. I think the critics are being way too hard on the movie as if like Kanye West played Black Adam, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. I think it's worth watching if you want to get out of the house, have some fun. But in the same breath, like technically speaking, it's not a great movie. I'd probably give it a six and a half out of ten but still worth watching. And I left the theater happy. And it's all you can really ask for is just, you know, entertainment. So that's my final thoughts on it. I don't really have much more to add unless you want to talk about the post credit scene. But I think we, I guess, covered that too. Long story short, Superman's ready to beef with Black Adam if need be for those of you who don't know. And it's sick because the return of Cavill's cool. Exactly. That well, aside... I think we've said our piece on it. Like we said, this was a two-hour film that had little to no plot of value. So I'm surprised we actually filled as much time as we did. Props to you and I. Um, <laughs> pat, pat ourselves on the back for getting through that one, huh? But if you guys also enjoyed what we talked about, make sure to give us a five-star review. We'll let you go as low as four, but we prefer five. Just make sure to rate us. It does help any podcast you listen to mumbo jumbo and the algorithm. I don't you know, I'm not smart enough to understand how algorithms work, but I do know that, you know, star reviews and all that do help us, you know, follow us on social media. We're comic book junkies, you know, all the way at CBJ pod on Instagram. That's our main hub there. Hit us up if you've got any questions, you just want to chit chat or what have you. And yeah, I mean, just spread the word. We appreciate all of you listening. And for next time, we're working on cooking something up, having potentially a guest or someone on 
and we're going to have to just check with their availability, make sure that we can get that one recorded in time to get it out to you guys. If not, don't worry. We will have a bunch of fun stuff to talk about instead. So there are your two options. We're either going to have a guest or we're going to have a mystery. So I guess technically you're going to have a mystery regardless. But have fun thinking about that one. If you are new here, go back and listen through the backlog and see how far we've come. I will say some of the early episodes while raw are hilarious because of that. But yeah, we really appreciate you for listening. If you're new here, shouts out to joining CBJ gang. Any last words, Joe? Thanks for listening. Damn right. We'll catch you next time.